Hey, hey, happy new year. Happy new year, 2023. We are ready for you. Uh, yeah, new year, new you, right? No, I don't know. Ugh, what a sentiment. If it were so easy, new year, new you. <laughs> or is it new year, same me? Equally nice, but not buying it, right? Like not one of us is foolish enough to think that we don't have things in our life that need to change, right? I mean, think about how you feel when I read that verse that God is doing a new thing. God is inviting you into a new space. It just creates this swell in your heart, like spark, you know, it literally is this idea. I have this visualization of like scraping flint and steel, leaning in, watching hopeful that that fire will take, right? that thing that we need in our life. We hope it'll take off. We hope that that fire will burst forth and we hope we can be that girl who does the thing, acts the way, says the words, newness. We long for new. I mean, think about Christmas. We wanted new shirts, new running shoes to help us feel like a runner, even if we don't always run. We want new pillows for the couch, new fingernails. We want to feel fresh and bouncy and alive. We're going to talk about all of this. We're going to talk about how to write goals that are identity-based, how to come up with our word of the year. Let's go. Hey girl, stop pretending. Am I calling you out? Maybe it's getting real around here. All right. This is a space that is pure overflow of all that God's doing in my life and in your life. It's a space for us to be wild and free. Join us, please, please. I invite you. I beg you to join us in the Facebook community. The link is in the show notes to be a part of this conversation, this friendship. Um, Are you ready to live your life full of purpose and mission? Of course you are. I mean, I know you, you want that life full of peace and contentment and mission, but I mean it. Do you want to know for real that God is for you? and know him in a real way, live in alignment in a way that's true and let it be easy. What is that possible? Like, can we live our life in a way that's worship? That's not exhausting. It's not full of comparison. It's not perfection. It's not people pleasing. Well, yes. Okay. Yes. I believe that starts with experiencing a genuine connection with your creator, knowing the fullness of his love, knowing his voice and understanding his presence in your story. So busy and tired friend, give up the stress, give up the control and let those fears go. You are not trapped in your life. You're made for freedom. You are designed to dream and explore and build and create and love life and you have so much to share with the world. So let's make worship fun and true. Please, please, please leave a five-star Apple review to encourage me and the growth of this show. And please come be a friend in the Facebook community because I need your friendship. Yeah, so at the beginning of the week, I asked a question in the Facebook group about your thoughts about New Year, New You. There's memes going all around that are about New Year, same me, New Year, same God, right? Like there's just these twists on that that phrase that's popular that just 
kind of gives you a little bolt into the new year, helps you start to think and, and that kind of thing. And I think it's wonderful and I think it's great, but I wanted to know what you thought. And I just had hoped to engage in some good conversation. Um, oftentimes in the Facebook group, you know, sometimes it's like crickets in there. And I just want to challenge you right off the bat in this episode to really, um, start to engage in meaningful dialogue and social media, because sometimes we just hop on social media and we kind of like numbly scroll through, right? It's this numbing passing of the time. And then we are left wondering like why we have no energy or why we feel low, that kind of thing. And so I just want to really challenge you to use social media for a set amount of time um, and intentionally get on with the purpose of engaging in friendship, engage deeply in a set space without numbly scrolling. Okay. So like join a few groups, mom groups or groups about your career or your hobby or that kind of thing. Um, and our group and go to that group when you get on social media and have meaningful conversation. And so our group is designed for that. And I just really invite you to be there and participate in that. So I, um, I started the Bible recap this week again, because, you know, some of you, um, finished it this year. And I think that's fantastic. Went through the whole year, read the whole Bible in chronological order and listened to the podcast, um, recaps. Um, and I'll put that link in the show notes as well. So you can participate in that if you'd like. And, um, so I started the, I started it back this week and, um, in my effort to fill my heart with gratitude and let me tell you, like, it's so hard y'all. It's so hard. It is a super duper choice. And sometimes it feels fake and stupid, right? To like, I'm thankful for blah, blah, blah. I'm thankful. But nonetheless, I was meditating and just thinking about the scriptures that, that start our Bible in Genesis, right? It's our map. It's our truth. It's our guide. And it's what we cling to. And so I was just swaying there with Ivy. I was standing beside her crib, hoping she would stick her thumb in her mouth. I was hoping she'd curl in close because that's how I know she's about to give in to sleep. And, you know, honest, sometimes I just want to be mad at her for refusing sleep. And so I have so much to learn y'all. But again, like I'm making this effort to be filled with gratitude. So swaying, swaying, swaying. And I start thinking about Genesis and these chapters that I've been reading. And I think about this question that I've asked you in our Facebook group. And I'm trying to decide my answer. Like, what do I feel about the word of the year? What do I feel about creating goals? Do I need a new you? Do I need a same me? Like, what is my thought in that regard? What's my response? And so here I go and I'm thinking about Genesis and, and that idea, like, wouldn't it be nice if I was already where I wanted to be that same me concept? I get it. I get the idea. It's the idea is that we don't have to shame ourselves into a new body at a rapid pace because it's January. It's this idea that we don't need a complete makeover to be a new person just because it's a new year, right? That's not realistic and it's not God's intention. Okay. But what happens when we read that chapter in Genesis 1 and we go back to creation and we celebrate the birth of the world? We marvel at this explosion of light and this sprinkling of stars in the sky. 
Like if you were to just imagine creation and this plants bursting from the ground as they seek the light and, and the, the earth is covered in creatures with their own identities, their own looks, their own features, their own set of miracles, like literally pick any bug, any bug. And it's filled with hours worth of all inspiring details. Seriously. Like it's amazing, right? Like, listen, I'm sorry to say, but yesterday I listened to a podcast about lice. <clears throat> yeah, you heard me R lice, like head lice. <laughs> and yes, I was totally disgusted. I kept asking Kian if we could change the podcast, but he loved it. So listen, lice are resilient little boogers. Also, the little bloodsuckers are repelled by garlic, um, just like vampires. Weird, right? Not that vampires are real, but lice, y'all. Okay, so even lice are unique and worth learning about. And I learned so much. I'm tempted to share it all, but I won't. I, I won't because it's gross. Um, but creation is amazing. That's it. That's what I'm trying to say. And so we're drawn to new life. And so my conclusion in response to new year, same me is no, no, nope, nope, not buying that drink. Um, wait, it's not called not buying that drink. Is it drinking the juice? Okay. I'm not drinking that juice. Okay. I want more from life. I want to push forward. I want to be open to all that God has for me. I want to grow and shift and stretch and ache and need him because that feeling of revelation, finding him, of receiving comfort from the Holy Spirit by connecting to truth and goodness is life. Like it's so, so good. In 2022, like we brought in a new baby. What more joy can you have? But I'll be honest, like we stretched and stretched and we're uncomfortable and our older, you know, our boys got just exponentially older. I think they grew 10 years. Like, and life is full of, of just lots of complicated things. And, and so lots of joy, but also lots of stretching and lots of needing God. And he's where the joy is, right? That's what the Bible recap lady always says to Lee Cobble. He's where the joy is. And so word of the year. Yes, it's worthwhile to figure out your word of the year. How do you figure it out? Well, you start with prayer. You start with prayer and going back through all your journaling, like read through that stuff and see where, how far have you come? Take time to reflect on what, where you've come from and where you're going so that there's some clarity there, right? Well, what is a word of the year? Well, it's what encapsulates what I want most, right? It's what aligns me with God's plan for me and my plan for my life. And honestly, if I had right this minute, had to kind of pick right here, right now, I don't know. I am kind of like in this spiritual fight mode for my family. I'm ready to stop all things and just pour truth into my house and my people. And so I feel like my word of the year is kind of, um, I'm kind of growing into it, but I don't know. I'll talk it out with you a little bit, I guess. I, I want us in this house chasing God like never before. And I believe he's already chasing us. He's inviting us into, into new places. 
and there's no balance in my mindset right now. Like it's balls to the wall, right? Like I want fight mode. I want truth in my house. I want, um, I want victory. I want freedom. I want identity. I want, I want so much. I want so much for my people. And if I'm honest, I wish my word and my goal were different. I wish that I could just write goals about having fun, but I have a list of people in my life in, in need. And so I feel like my year this year is a year of like living what's true, living what I teach about and letting the rest happen organically. Like if something builds, build, but right now nothing is my priority except what's happening in my family. And so that's okay too. Like sometimes our grit and determination and our goals come from a place of desperation and, um, like for me, I want my mornings to be spent with God. I want my family to see me as steady and safe. And that's what's needed for me. And so pray for what's needed in your life. Is it a time to grow and get out of what's comfortable? Is it a time to bring things in close, re-examine and choose carefully? Like we're all in different seasons and that's what brings so much beauty. So I genuinely want to hear about yours. I, I hope that you'll share it with me via email or Facebook community, phone call, whatever. I'm here for it. So Okay. A few years ago, let's talk about how to write these goals. Okay. A few years ago, I set goals. I learned how to set goals based on feelings. And these are what we call identity based goals opposed to like a goal based on an outcome, right? Like what kind of person do you want to be? So instead of writing the goal to lose 15 pounds, you would write it like I am a healthy person who drinks a stupid amount of water every day and enjoys working out, blah, blah, blah. Right. But let's be honest the intent of that goal is also to learn, lose 15 pounds, right? But okay. So with that in mind, how did you feel last year? Right? How did you feel? Well, I felt worried a lot. I felt inadequate as a parent. I felt longing for more in my marriage. I felt exhausted and my housework didn't get done. <laughs> like those are very negative feelings and, and hopefully there are lots of positive ones too, but you, you can use this wheel tool, this life wheel as a tool to help you assess. And I can, I can share it with you, but honestly, my friend and Barnard on uh, the intentional mind podcast does this stuff best. So go check her out. I can put that link in the show notes. Um, but her podcast is all about goals. And so she would be the expert to learn that from. But anyway, you take each category of your life on this wheel and you rate it from on a scale from one to 10, and then you set a goal for the areas that score the lowest. Okay. So let's say I score a six in parenting. I feel overwhelmed in parenting. So I write that little word. I feel overwhelmed. Then I choose a word for how I'd like to feel in parenting and what I need to do to move my score up two points. How would I like to feel? Well, I don't know. Let's see. I'd like to feel hmm, <laughs> capable for starters. I'd like to feel more knowledgeable about my kids' needs. Now, I could read 10 books right now to cover all the different things that I need to be an expert on in my family's life. You know, I'd like to be more available. So would my word be available? Um, I don't know. I'd like to regulate my own emotions better so that they see me modeling a healthy emotional lifestyle and love, you know? 
So that's a lot. I could write five goals just on my parenting alone, but I don't know. I, this is a hard one, but I want to feel proud. I want to feel happy. I want to feel like I trust the Lord. So we had to pick kind of one. If I went with proud, what would make me feel proud as a parent? What has to happen for me to feel proud, to feel that way? Well, a lot, but let's narrow it down. So I don't know. First thing that comes to mind, I will not be on my phone with my kids so that I am a listener, a good listener, and respond thoughtfully to everything they say. And then I would feel proud of myself. And that that's probably not the smoothest way to say that. I'm thinking out loud. But I think that covers a lot, right? Because that would help me feel slower. I would be more available. I would be able to regulate my emotions better and have more time to think and respond. If I'm not on my phone in front of my kids or if I'm not multitasking, it opens a lot of space. And so it feels like a good goal, right? Also, I think if I were a good listener to my kids, it would allow me to know them better see their strengths, speak life into them. Okay. Right. You get it. Um, and I know that one's kind of intense. Like what's, a, what's a different one? Fun. I want to feel fun in my life. It's really important to me to create an atmosphere of celebration and laughter and unity. Like my favorite thing is that feeling of bringing people together for fun. So I feel empty when I don't do that. Um, and I want to feel fun. So I will be a fun person by planning six fun things this year, one fun thing a month, something like that. And the reason that's important and the reason I call myself a fun person as an identity-based goal is because when I want to spend the day hiking or visiting a new town or having friends over, it won't feel like a distraction from the real important life stuff. It won't feel like a waste of time because it's in my goals as my identity. It's the person I'm choosing to be and it's who I want to be and it's how I want to spend my time, right? Does that make sense? And so it aligns, it aligns and it makes me feel less chaotic, less tired because I know who I am, who I want to be and how I want to spend my time. And so that's why it's so, so important. I just feel, I've, I've always tried to tackle this idea of like time feeling so elusive. Do you ever like time just goes by time as a thief time? Where did the time go? We, we hear those questions all the time. And I think, um, life can feel really chaotic when we don't know whether we're coming or going. And that's because life sometimes is happening to us opposed to us choosing our life, right? And I would very much say my worst feeling, this might be very Enneagram 3, um, I'd love your feedback, but I would say my worst feeling is when I feel like I didn't use my time well or I lost time. So I despise not knowing how I spent my time, right? Oddly enough, I'm not super organized and very impulsive and I'm haphazard because I'm multitasking all the time. And so <laughs> those two things don't actually really go together that well. I'm planning the next thing before I even enjoy what I'm currently in. Right. And it can make time feel fleeting. And, um, I hate that. So my goals as I become more aware of these things, is to um, really sink into the things that I want and be about those things. And I mean, I would say if, if I had to kind of just 
bring all this to a conclusion, like that's it. Like that's what I'm about. I want to be about it. I want to choose a word um, that holds me accountable, that aligns me with, with what God wants for me and what I want for my life and how I want to feel. So when I shift from goal setting to the word, like in this conversation, I don't know which order you should do those goals or word first, but um, maybe word. You can think of a word or a concept that kind of aligns with who you want to be. Okay. And I just think it's so important. I think it's so important because I don't know. Do you ever read something and go, oh, that really just permitted me. It like gave me this freedom or this little push to move in a certain way. It's like we need permission to move in a direction. Well, when you put language to your wants and when you take time to give the feelings your heart feels a name, like give your feelings a name and you put language to it and you bring that to a word, it prompts so much action, right? It's like it gives you your next step. It brings clarity and it serves as this permission to be that person. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like otherwise you're going to feel kind of sludgy, immobile, maybe tired, numb. But when you choose your life and you feel like it has purpose and mission, then you're in this like higher level of energy and it's going to generate action and connection. So conclusion, we're going to choose the word, right? Choose the word. Take the time. Put language to your feelings. Think about, you know, what went well last year, what didn't go well. I, you know what? It's January 5th or whatever day it is when you listen to this. It does not matter. I was fully present in December. I didn't podcast. I didn't write goals. I didn't summarize my year because I was present. And that's, that's my goal. That's who I'm trying to be. And so I feel like that's a success, but does it mean that I'm doing it now? Yes. It means that I'm doing it in January and who cares? It's fine. Like you can build gingerbread houses and watch Christmas movies and go ice skating and do all the things that didn't get done in December and January. And it's totally fine. And it's probably more fun anyway, because you're not quite so stressed out. And so I very intentionally chose to not think about these things in December and just be where I was. And so I count that as a success. Um, that's a major Enneagram three success, <laughs> but, um, because of that, I haven't quite settled on a word. I'm growing into it. And and I'm a slow processor, but I mull and write and think, mull and write, like all the things for weeks. And that's okay. I don't care. But um, anyway, what am I trying to say? My goal. What do I want to feel? I want to be about it. I want to be about who I am. I want to live what I teach. I want to live out loud to my kids. I want my family to know the truth, to be settled in their identity. You know, I want to chase after God in a powerful and freedom giving way. And so how do I be about that? All of this might create a little shift in the podcast because frankly, the podcast is not my top priority. My kids are, and now I have three in three different like decades, just about, <laughs> and a husband and, um, 
it's just been a giant mountain in my life this past year to learn how to do that, how to see my kids, like not just get them through their day, but see them and hear them. And I'm not enough that God is showing me that he replenishes me over and over. So yeah, what would that be? Like devotion, discipline? No, I don't like that word. It's harsh. Um, home. It's not really like a action, but home could be my word of the year, you know, and it promotes a lot of action or elicits a lot of action anyway. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to keep thinking about my word. Um, but whatever pours into this show is going to be what flows from that alignment because stop pretending and showing up vulnerable and authentic is my worship. And I'll be honest, it's the hardest thing I do. Um, so it might look like family talk. We might talk family together. It might look like Bible study as I go through this Bible recap. I'd love to, for, you know, for you to join me in that. I need the accountability, honestly. Uh, you know, honestly, would anyone like to lead that in our group? Like just weekly pop on the Facebook group and just ask people how they're doing and encourage them to do it. That would be so cool. Like, oh my God, I love this. What if one of you like brought in nutrition stuff or exercise stuff? What a dream it would be for our community to be filled with life-giving friendship and interaction. I just can't do that all by myself, but please know that the group is your space. I'd love to hear your voice there. I'd love to hear your message there from the Lord. That's what it's there for. And if you want to start connecting to people who have commonalities with you, you can use the group space for that. Like that thrills me. It gets me so, so excited. I am pumped up to bring people together. That's that's my goal in life. And so wouldn't it be cool? Like we could have a hiking group, a travel group, a breakfast group, a singles group, an empty nester group. Like, I don't know, whatever it is. What, what's your passion? Painting fingernails. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Run with it. Like whatever it's yours, there's guaranteed to be other people who are into it. And I mean, we just need, you know, groups of three, groups of 20. Like it doesn't matter. Connect with others, create new life. We can be a people who celebrate new life, new beginnings, right? And then frankly, like my word of the year usually takes me about a decade to progress through. And so authenticity, you know, was my word last year. And, and that's it. Like, I want to let go of what isn't true. I want to be the mom I want to be. I want to be the friend I want to be. I want to be the daughter of God that I want to be. And so let me pray for you. Jesus, we, um, we come to you just excited. We're looking for spark. What's going to take hold this year? And to do that, we just lay down all of the things we're bringing to 2023. And we trust you with it. We trust you with it. Yeah, we're not going to be a brand new person in 2023. We still have things that we're bringing. It'd be nice if we could leave some things behind. And maybe we can through your healing, God. But show us how to surrender. Show us how to lean into your friendship. How to talk to you. How to be honest. How to seek you with our questions. How to put words to our feelings. How to find truth in the Bible. 
how to set our home and as places of peace, how to regulate our emotions, how to spend time in gratitude. Show us, God. Show us the way. You are our light. You are life. You have so much love for us. I pray that you would show us your character, that we would not be twisted on what's true about who you are. Your word is true. Your voice is the thrill of life. And so I pray that every single person listening would know your voice, would know her identity in you, and would be clear on her mission for this year. Give her a word and help her um, walk on mission in her family, in her job, and in her friendships. But most of all, in her one-on-one time with you, that it would be anointed and sacred and full of peace. Thank you, Jesus. All right, well, off we go. Let's raise our glasses to a life full of growth and fun in 2023. Let's be seekers of the kingdom and let's share it all with each other. I'm cheering for you.